0: First, and I'm excited to get started back in the studio to do the daily financial news. Let's just jump in, talk about mortgage demand. Mortgage demand, folks, is something that is reported weekly, and it dropped to a 28-year low. Purchase demand is down 6% week on week and down 44% year on year. Just in case you're interested, refi demand is also down 6% and down 74% year on year. I believe this is a great thing. We need demand to fall so that we can have supply trickle on the market, which will make days on market grow and we can get to the other side of this. Again, I believe all of this leads to doing roughly 4 million sales this year, maybe 4.2, something in there. So again, mortgage demand down is good. Rates, I think are about 6.6, 6.65, so we're in the sixes. Again, I think, as I mentioned yesterday, we now know with certainty, that buyer demand explodes when rates are under 6% and supply kind of stops above 7%. So I am personally looking for mortgage rates in the first half of the year to kind of be in the sixes. We will see what happens in the second half if this often talked about recession comes, if unemployment grows, things of that nature. But again, mortgage demand down is a good thing just means we can all take a breath. And more importantly, for investors, folks on this channel, this is great news for us. What do we want? We want a slower market. We wanna be able to have discussions with owners or sellers. We wanna go through properties. We wanna make sure we get a great deal. I'm excited about this slowing environment because it means I can go and uncover opportunity, AKA pain and put deal structures together. So yes, folks, mortgage demand going down is a good thing in my opinion so that we can get to the other side of this. Don't know if you all follow Tom Nash. Tom Nash is a YouTube channel that I often watch. I like how he delivers the message. I think he is very good and someone I look up to. Tom Nash, about a week ago, maybe eight days ago, put out a message that he is done playing the YouTube game, not going to create clicky headlines. I'm not going to do these things. Hey, Nathan, thanks for the super chat, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Um, I appreciate you, Nathan. So again, what Tom Nash said about eight days ago is I'm done. I'm going to focus on creating great content. I'm not going to do clickbait titles. I'm not going to do weird thumbnails. I'm just going to do me and hopefully my audience appreciates that. I actually replied saying, great, love it. You know, all of those good things. He put out a message to his group yesterday saying, folks, I can't do it anymore. I have to play the YouTube game. He showed stats. His channel was down 80%, 80% in a week because he didn't play the game. This is artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is forcing content creators to to feed the beast. And unfortunately, the matrix makes content creators create splashy headlines. Tom Nash, in his note, said being down 80% makes his channel not profitable and he may have to shut it down. Think about that. Doing the right thing dropped at 80, and he's a what I consider a big channel. So again, I thought that was very interesting. One of the best that I watched took a shot. It dropped 80% and he's like, well, I guess I gotta play the game. One thing about this channel is I've never really played it. If I have played it, I haven't played it very well. It just is what it is. So again, it was really interesting to see somebody I respect um, change and change pretty quickly. Zillow. I read an article about Zillow talking about Zillow's decision in 2019 to become an iBuyer, right? Kind of enter the market. And I can't believe it was this simple. If you've been watching my channel, you know that I flipped several homes. Zillow had their first offer BZ estimates. Yes, folks, Zillow broke the cardinal rule of flipping, frankly, of investing. I'll say that again. Not only did Zillow break the rule of flipping, they broke the rule of investing. They bought at market. Z Estimates is supposed to be market value. You never make money, certainly not flipping, buying at market. The rule on flipping is very easy. Figure out your ARV, drop repair costs or make ready or whatever you want to call that, drop transaction costs, drop money costs, add profit, and your number is significantly below market value. So again, Zillow's mistake was made going with Z estimates and it was destined to fail. In fact, Zillow... This is crazy. Zillow lost money in a market that was racing higher 20%. That is how bad that decision is. So please, if you do anything on my channel, remember we talk about do the work. Go figure out ARV or value, figure out if you're doing buy and hold, what your yield is. Folks, we don't do average deals. The whole goal of my training and how to get started one rental at a time is to figure out average. We don't do average. Anybody can do average. We don't do average. If average is a 6% yield, don't do average, do eight or nine. If average is 8%, do 10 or 11. If you're in some crazy California market and average is 2%, first of all, go buy bonds, but Hey, 2%, go do four or five. Can't make this stuff up i can't believe whoever was running this and had that much confidence in z estimates never was a real estate investor cardinal mistake m2 money supply a lot of folks about a year ago was talking about m2 money supply never going down it can't go down all of these things and i was like let's see m2 money supply fell let me get the numbers right by the most since 1959 yes folks. Since 1959, M2 money supply has not gone down this much. It went down by the most ever, 1.7%, and I believe gets worse from here. M2 money supply going down just means there's less lubrication in the system, right? And where do you see that most? Housing. Housing. And commercial. Commercial is about to blow up. I've been telling folks, you've actually seen Ken McElroy start talking about Uh, you know, syndicators protecting themselves, people looking at operating agreements, people looking at waterfalls. Folks, I've been warning you for six to nine months, be very careful, be very, very careful. But yes, M2 money supply is down and likely going lower. The Fed is not interested in seeing that accelerate, at least in the near term. B of A, man, Bank of America, Bank of America has... uh, Quickly gained the moniker of being the most negative big bank. They, I mean, they got, they must be full of bears. There's not a bull in the market at Bank of America, it appears to me. Bank, bank of America says the Fed must crush consumer demand with much higher rates if we want to see inflation under control. I'll read that again because that's like a punch in the gut, right? Must crush consumer demand with much higher rates. One thing I will note, at least based on the last print on inflation, did you guys know that the real rates are still negative? How do you get there? You take your your rate, let's call it 4%, you minus inflation, call it 55 you get a negative two and a half. Yes, folks, even with rates going up 400 basis points, real rates are still negative. And the history books say you can't beat inflation with negative rates. Now, of course, the Fed is trying to play, pay, play a timing game, right? We've already had good deflation. Rent and housing will be coming in the summer, and then wages hopefully tackled later. So, what happens in all of this? The Fed is trying to buy time to get to the housing come in because, again, that will probably make real rates go positive. We went from 9.1 to 6.4, I believe, on CPI headline. If CPI headline comes down to, I don't know, call it 4.2, and we get a funds rate of 5% we will actually have positive real rates, but that's a timing gag. There's a big old lag there that we have to get through. So lots and lots of stuff going on. What else do we have to talk about? Lots of things. Billionaire investor Leon Cooperman predicts that the S&P 500 is going to see 3,100. This is something I need to talk to Dan Bird on Sunday about, but yes, Leon Cooperman, a billionaire, thinks that we are going down another 20% roughly to 3,100, he says stubborn inflation, higher rates, strong dollar, price of oil, and quantitative tightening is gonna take us lower, to which I believe, I'm I'm right there with you, I am not a stock guy, I don't pretend to be a stock guy, I don't play a stock guy, I've I've told you all for a year now that I would go heavier in stocks if we saw 31 or 3,200 Obviously Dan Bird, my stock guy on Sunday thinks we're going higher, but it is, uh, it is wild to watch. Uh, did you know, actually, you know what? Let's take a guess. Let's get the comment section going. I want lots and lots of comments here, folks. Please help me out. Comments make this channel grow. Why don't you take a guess at the average down payment on a home in 2022? This is investors, home buyers, What do you think the average down payment in a percentage is? Just take a guess, leave a comment below. I will answer it in a couple of seconds. I don't see any guesses yet. All right, well, here we go. Oh, we got one. Oh, nope. So the average median down payment for 2022 was 13%. The average for all, and that includes housing that was paid in cash. So all of housing, the average down payment was 13%. For the younger purchasers, 23 to 31, it was 8%. 32 to 41, it was 10%. So yes, folks, the average down payment was 13%. Why is that important? I still believe there's a lot of folks that think you have to get 20% down. FHA does three and a half, conventional starts at five. You can get seller financing, things of that nature. So again, you don't need 20% but you do have to make sure you can afford the payment. This is a payment-based purchase. Consumer confidence fell in February, down to a number of 102.9, a little bit worse than expected. Novavax issued a going concern. What is a going concern? Basically means they, are, they are, have a significant, let me make sure I get this right, no, substantial. Substantial doubt about the company continuing. This is what happens when we have zombies. Zombie companies inside the Russell 2000 are basically operating on debt. And now that the debt market is essentially closed, we are going to hear about more going concerns. And I checked really quick that Novavax was about a billion dollar market cap, roughly about a billion dollar market cap. So yes, even billion dollar companies can be zombies. UK housing crashing UK housing down 1.1% to a dollar adjusted 310,000. Remember we had lots of conversations with uh, investor or homeowners in Australia when we were on our trip, UK, Canada, much the same, their debt markets, their mortgages are fixed for a short time. That is causing great pain. It is creating what we, what helps create housing crashes. A debt market, a mortgage that forces you to sell because you can't afford it is the problem. Again, remember in 2006, vintage of mortgage origination, 50% of mortgages were arms in the US. As those clicked by and blew up, housing crashed because it created that forced inventory. What do we not have today? We have, at least heading into last year, we were at 98% fixed. So arms, while growing, are not going to be this big blow up. And second, a lot of folks are confused about what a 2-1 buy down is. I have seen multiple comments on my sec- on my channel in the last week that 2-1 buy downs are going to blow up housing. I believe based how the words were, you the commenter doesn't understand a 2-1 buy down. So I'll give you a very simple example, just so we're all on the same page. A 2-1 buy-down is something like this. You buy a home, you get approved for a 6% mortgage. What happens is you you basically peel off um, interest and you stick it in an escrow account. And what happens is the buyer, the mortgagee, only pays 4% interest the first year, because it's a 2-1 buy-down. So the first year, you take out 2%. How is that delta made up? The escrow account pays the delta. And then after 12 months goes by, the the mortgage E pays 5%. Who makes up the 1%? The escrow account. And then what happens in year three? Well, you're paying 6%. A 2-1 buy-down is, is, a 30-year fixed-rate loan. Based on the comments I am seeing, a lot of people understand that a 2-1 buy, people think a 2-1 buy-down is an arm. It is not an arm. It is a 30-year fixed-rate money where somebody comes in and creates an escrow account to make up the difference in year one in year two. What else do we got? Kohl's, we're starting to see from retailers. Uh, re- sales came in below expectations for Q4. Weak guidance, inflation hurting the consumers. We are starting to clearly see winning and winners and losers in the retail market. Oh, and the last thing we'll just close on this, China factory activity. Uh, again, remember China kind of reopened, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, three months ago. Uh, it looks like their uh, machine is kicking back in. China factory orders grew. Uh, highest reading in 11 years, folks, so yeah. Looks like the economy is going on, these chances of a soft landing I think are increasing. People are now talking about a no landing scenario. So lots of stuff going on. Well, I am excited to get the conversations with millionaires started. Looks like we've locked in Anna Kelly at eight o'clock and Dion at nine o'clock. So folks look for some original content created as I catch up with our millionaires and we try to help you. Please like, subscribe, comment, become part of the channel. We are now at 43,400 subs. We are a short 6,600 subs away from planning a Vegas party. If you want to help us get to that magic number of 50,000, subscribe today. Tell your friends. Ask your friends to sub. Let's get this to 50,000 so Dion can spend more of my money. All right, folks, take care. Bye.